Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Joining us from Rugby News is editor Campbell Burns. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm not too bad, uh, Ricardo. Not too bad at all. What did you make of the news uh, today that 14 All Blacks will be released to play in the NPC this coming weekend? And uh, who do you think benefits most? Yeah, it was great. Um, great to see 14 come back, although I'm not sure why Patrick Tuipolotu and Angus Tauvao are not playing for Auckland, uh, given they weren't involved in the 23 uh, last weekend. But I, I do see that Roger Tuivasa-Sheck is, uh, is going to play for Auckland, his long-awaited debut. Um, as for who benefits the most, it's, uh, well, it's hard to say because they've... Uh, if you look at Counties Manukau, who have got three all-back forwards coming back for them, uh, two of them are going to be jet-lagged, uh, Papali'i and Totutu. So I'm not sure whether they'll necessarily start, but uh, that'll be good to, for Counties to have three um, three of their big names back in the forward pack on Friday night against Waikato. Yeah, that'll be great for them. Uh, Waikato must be looking at that and going, where's ours? Where's ours? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just... Uh, Trying to think who could have uh, been released for them. Probably Quinn Tupaya, but he, uh, he he came off the bench. So I guess uh, those who who were involved in the in the 23 uh, for the most part wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be released. The um, that, did that change anything for you this weekend? I mean, because that that county's team have gone all right, haven't they? They went very close against Hawks Bay. They've beaten Otago, who have proved to be a pretty decent team. And Waikato, um, I, I think everybody thought that they would beat Northland by more than they did last weekend. So does this change how that game sits for you? Not really. I think it'll still be pretty tight. I mean, counties have shown a bit more starch this season. I mean, they beat they beat Otago um, and then, uh, in, in round one and then uh, actually gave, gave the Shield a really good crack. Although they were down 33-18 and they had that storming comeback late. So, uh, yeah, there's, um, there's a lot more for counties fans to... To cheer about, and and this will certainly bolster their forward pack. So Waikato, who I think were one of the uh, one of the tournament favourites, really. Um, you know that they they drew with Hawks Bay first up, and then uh, yeah, as you say, they went they went with that flash in the uh, in the wet up in Whangarei last weekend. So um, it's it's a big game for Waikato, um, but I think uh, I think they'll still be be good enough to win uh, against their Chiefs neighbours anyway. Yeah, and we see Stephen Pierafetta, uh is coming back. He's available for Taranaki against Canterbury at Pukakura Park on Saturday Arvo. Uh, Canterbury also get uh, a player back in Braden Enor. Uh, what have you made of the, the Naki so far this season and how big a piece is he for them? Well, look, he was the Dwayne Monkley medal winner last mm. year, so he was the best player in the, in, in the NPC. So that's a big... A big game for them. Um, whether he plays 15 or 10 remains to be seen. But something's happened to Taranaki, the best side in the country last year, and they they started off 0 and 2 this season. Um, I can't quite work out um, what's actually happened with them, but they got smoked uh, in Tauranga uh, by a rampant Seamers side on on Sunday. Um, so they would certainly welcome him back 
with open arms, but they're playing Canterbury, who are probably the form side. In fact, they're definitely the form side of the first two rounds. Uh, if you if you look at what they've done, I mean, they very strong forward pack. Uh, Cullen Grace on top of his game, um, and the rest of them just chiming in beautifully. So under new coach Marty Burke, they've uh, they've really made an early statement, Canterbury. So um, it looks like a tough start for Taranaki, but they will welcome back. Stephen Yeah, he's a big piece for them, all right, mate. Um, the, there's also a game at the same time between Wellington and Northland at Porirua Park in Wellington. Dane Coles has been released to play for Wellington. I think we'll agree he looks like he needs game time. Uh, but interesting, too, that Northland get Jack Goodhue and offer Tawanga Farsi back as well. And as we said, you know, they went pretty well against uh, Waikato last week, so you wouldn't rule them out getting one up over the Wellingtonians. No, well, that's right. Well, they've certainly, uh, Marty Veal's come back from the USA and has certainly added a bit of um, starch to the Tanifa defence. Um, but uh, Tonga Farsi was actually due to play Lucid Prop uh, in that game last week, but I, I think he uh, he took ill, so he, he he didn't end up playing. But Jack Goodhue did make his comeback off the bench. Uh, he's been injured for a while, so whether whether they both start uh, will be will be interesting. But if they do both start, then the Northland, uh, Northland would definitely be a chance because they haven't always performed that well, and in the uh, capital in recent years. Um, so Dane Coles, uh, back for Wellington, certainly needs a run. Um, you know, God, it's probably 15 years uh, since his debut for Wellington, and he's still he's still going. But, yeah, he's probably now the looking like the number three all-backs hooker, so he will need as much NPC game time as, as possible. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that, you know, they've, they've kept him involved, the all-backs, isn't it? I was doing working out his birthdays and the timing of the World Cup, and by my reckoning, he'll be 37. Uh, come the next World Cup, which I don't know. Uh, that that feels a bit a bit long on the tooth if you want to want to win a World Cup. Uh, you know, do, do you keep him in there just for, for his experience, or do you need to to be giving someone else a crack? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, he he just got to be on the field and and playing. He's had so many injury breaks, and I think he lost about a year with those concussion symptoms. Um, so. I guess, it, I mean, if his body's okay and he's still playing okay, I, I think he's probably living on all those four tries he got against Fiji last year <laughs> to a certain extent. But he, he must be under some sort of threat um, from uh, from others outside the uh, the squad, like Safo Almore and Kurt Eklund. Um, so, but, I mean, we have written this, uh, Colsey off before, and he's, he's proven people wrong. So... Uh, I would hate to write him off uh, this early. <laughs> yeah, you know that's 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 fair. Once bitten, twice shy, mate. Uh, the uh, the late afternoon kickoff on Saturday at four thirty-five. It's interesting we don't have a night game on Saturday, isn't it? Given that there's no test, but um, four thirty-five. Yeah, uh, well, they, uh, yeah. Look, I think the reason for that is the um, the Black Ferns are playing Australia in Christchurch, so uh, yeah, there's no there's no seven o'clock kickoff. So four thirty-five, as you say, in North Harbour, Tasman. Yeah, right, of course, yeah. No, but no All Blacks, we've got a Black Ferns test on, that's what it is. Um, we've got, yeah, that North Harbour-Tasman game. Now, Harbour, uh, they don't benefit from these All Blacks being released, but Tasman, boy, their uh, their wings all of a sudden look a lot, lot better, don't they, with Leicester Whanganuku and Sivu Reese? Yeah, well, it's, it's a funny thing. I mean, uh, the, the marker, that, that, that the problem for them hasn't been on the wings. Uh, they've got guys like Maka Springer, the NZ20s player, so he may have to come off the bench. But, yeah, they've got a bit more firepower now because they haven't looked... Uh, too sharp in the first two games, uh, dropping that match to Otago on the weekend. Um, but um, Lester Whanganuki can obviously play centre as well, but mm. uh, he hasn't played for a while, uh, so he, he's certainly due a run. Uh, but North Harbour will not be easy. They they uh, they turned it on to beat the Turbos, uh, Tavita Lee, um, scoring three tries. So I suspect 
Tevi Reese, if he's on the right wing, is going to have his hands full with um, uh, with Lee, and on the other wing, uh, Mark Talia will against his old teammates will give. Less of uh, playing Anuka, a bit of a hurry up as well. Yeah, it's going to be a great clash that one. Uh, Four thirty-five on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, we've got the Bay uh, taking on Auckland at Eden Park. They've got Aiden Ross back, and of course, uh, some bloke called Roger Tuivasa-Sheck is going to make his Auckland debut. How, how much are you looking forward to this? Finally, yes. Uh, I presume they'll play him at twelve. Although they have been playing AJ Lamb at centre uh, because Bryce Heem's been injured. So whether Tuivasa-Sheck goes to 12 and Corey Evans goes out one. I'm not too sure, but uh, yeah, look, I mean, you know, it's about 12 months late, his, this mm. debut for Auckland, but it's a real chance because we he's only come off the bench in one test for the All Blacks, so we haven't been able to really judge him that much. And so really the last two months, he's had about 40 minutes of football. Uh, so looking forward to that one in the John Drake boot um, against Babe Plenty, who really is... Uh, I think they've taken on the, um, you know, the philosophy of their coach uh, Mike Delaney, who was a very much a, a good uh, attacking number ten, and they, the way they moved the ball under the um, under the Tauranga Sun, and put seven tries on Taranaki was very impressive last week. So this, uh, even though Auckland have looked good for winning three, this will not be a, a straightforward encounter for them against the Steamers. No, that Bayside um, I think looked really good. In fact, last season. Uh, I, th- I think they probably flattered to deceive a wee bit. They, on paper, they looked a lot better than what we saw on the field, didn't they? So is this pretty much a continuation? Yep. I mean, they've, they've kept the core of that team together? Yeah, they have. I mean, they've got some good forwards in there and obviously bolstered by Aidan Ross now, but they've mm. got... Um, they, they, they're putting Naito Akoi uh, on the side of the scrum, um, so they've got a strong line out there because they've got Justin Sangster and Manaki Selby Ricketts, so they've got a really good engine room in there. Some good, some really good young players in behind. Uh, but you know, footballers like uh, Caleb Trask um, are in there, um, running well, chomping in from from fullback or, or ten, as the case may be, and kicking the goals. Um, they've got some pace out wide, so they, I mean, they certainly play with a bit of flair. The Steamers, um, but they would obviously want a bit more consistency because we saw them drop the first game against Wellington. So, but if they, I mean, if they hit their straps, they'll be a threat, and I, I think they'll definitely make the quarterfinals in that uh, odds conference anyway. Mm, yeah, it's uh, interesting how the, it's going to be interesting to see how the new format plays out actually uh, on that front. We should hopefully just get the best the best eight teams duking it out, which is what we want. Uh, finally, on Sunday afternoon, it's Southland versus Otago at Rugby Park. Uh, hopefully hopefully nobody sets any fires this weekend. <laughs> yeah, well that was bizarre, wasn't it? Um, the old fire alarm stopping the game for Thirty minutes, but but why would you cook a cheese roll in a toaster rather than grilling it? I'm not I'm not entirely sure whether that was the that was the reason there. But that but I, I don't think that actually helped uh, Auckland too much because uh, Southland seemed to regroup and came back and it was only a one point margin in the year. But in the end, but I, I, I suspect they'll make sure uh, doubly sure of all the corporate uh, facilities uh, down there at uh, at Rugby Park anyway. Yeah, well, what's I mean Southland have. Have been reasonably impressive this season. They're certainly not the easy beats they were a couple of seasons ago. What, what's happened in Southland? Uh, do you think that's turned things around? Yeah, look, I, I think they've um, they've gone for a mainly um, a, a locals first policy, uh, and they've got a couple of experienced old stags coming back. I mean, Josh Vicuous, um, captain and lock in the engine room. Robbie Robinson's come back. They've uh, and they've actually got some really good players. Morgan Mitchell's come back from. From Japan, Muddy Banks are still running the cutter and kicking the goals. So there's some there's some decent players down there, and um, a lot of them they're probably thinking they were going to get Ethan De Groot for much of the season too. But uh, 
that looks as though it's no longer the case. But they've actually got some quite good players and certainly tough to beat down in Invercargill. So Otago know that every time they head south for that, uh, I think the Donald Stewart Memorial Trophy, it'll be a tough one. Yeah, it will be. They've got Josh Dixon back, though, Otago, uh, which will help them. And they've certainly gone all right so far this season, mate. Um, in terms of uh, Southland, there was a, a, a rumour, sneaky rumour doing the uh, the rounds that Damien McKenzie might end up playing for Southland this season, but obviously he's playing for Otago. Was there anything to that? Well, no, he, uh, uh, DMAC played uh, played a club game for Woodlands uh, about mm. five weeks ago, and I think that was probably uh, because his, uh, his family's down there and, and Marty, uh, Marty McKenzie's brother lives and plays down there as well. So I think he just took the chance to play a club game there, but he was always contracted, I believe, to, to Waikato, uh, so that's why he's come back to the Mooloos. But... Uh, he is. Uh, he does have certainly family roots down there. So one day, maybe uh, Demac, uh, you might see him in the Stags colours. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Now, um, of course, Cameron, I couldn't let you go without asking you the million dollar question. Um, Mark Robinson's going to probably hold another press conference this week. Maybe this one will be about something. Um, who knows? Um, but what do you expect to happen? What's your take? Well, I mean, it's it's pure speculation. I mean, I. I mean, it's it's really hard to say. I, I would have thought, certainly if the All Blacks had, had lost and played poorly again, that would have been done and dusted for Ian Foster. But now they've uh, it's almost like this very good performance by the All Blacks has, has painted them into a bit of a corner because, you know, what if they if they sack him, then they've just sacked a coach who's had a very good victory. Um, if they don't sack him, are they, or are they saying, you know, this is just a one-off and they haven't, the pattern of results over the last year hasn't been good? So... Um, my gut feeling is that, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, here's the thing. I've, I've got no oil, I have to say, uh, Ricardo, but yeah, no, uh, my gut right. feeling is that... Just, yeah, just my want gut an opinion, mate. Give us an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, gut, my gut feeling is that he probably will stay. I, okay. And I think uh, what would have swayed that is the players coming out strongly in, in support of uh, Ian Foster. Right. Okay. Interesting, mate. Hey, uh, remiss of me. I was I was on the on I, I was on the internet and I hadn't scrolled down far enough. I've missed the game, haven't I? Because Munna were two Hawks Bay is four thirty five <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, boy, can't oh, yeah. forget that. I mean, we're talking the derbies. That is uh, the, just about the derby to end all derbies in New Zealand rugby. Uh, the old Central Vikings partnership and Flower Fakatava. What they're going to give him forty? Brad Weber forty? Do you reckon the Bay? Oh, I suspect so. Uh, they've got so many halfbacks there at uh, the Magpies that. It's crazy depth. I think they go about four deep. Uh, but Follow will probably have half a game, whether he starts or comes off the bench. Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure, but I don't think it'll have any impact on the result. Uh, the Turbos uh, just haven't been good. They've shipped uh, 60 twice and 40-plus once as well. Uh, so I'm not too sure what's happening in Manawatu territory. I'm sure Mark Stafford may have some oil there. But, uh, yeah, look, uh, it'll be interesting to see Fakatava. You know, he's got to make a a play to say he, he could be the second all-black halfback because uh, at the moment Finlay Christie is looking like the man. So, uh, you know, it might be a big uh, big 40 minutes for, for Folau. Yeah, looking forward to it, mate. All right, have a big weekend of footy on the way. Good stuff, Campbell. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. And, of course, uh, the latest rugby news has gone no with squads and, and everything in that for the NPC if you want to uh, study up on that and uh, and get some good oil before you, uh, before you head to the games and turn the tally on. Go well, mate. Awesome. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Uh, Campbell Burns here with us, the editor of Rugby News.